Friendos, today's episode and every day's episode of the month of December is brought to you by Hot Man Ted. That's right, the hot tuna. Thank you so much to Ted for sponsoring the show. We can have more than one sponsor, so if you'd like to go on over here feeling in the Yuletide cheer, spirits moving through you, go to chaddukeshow.com, click the donate tab, slide us the old proverbial C-note, well, nothing proverbial about it, the actual C-note, and you too can be a sponsor. Thank you to Ted, and thank you to all of you for listening. Friday, Friday, got a G on my day. Hallelujah, hallelujah, it's Friday. The weekend's here, and we'll have a kid of me. We'll relax, hallelujah, hallelujah, and take off our slags, hallelujah, hallelujah, and sit around the house, and Rotten underway. Hallelujah. Hello, friendos. Toast name is Chad Dukes. And I am burdened with glorious purpose. It's the Chad Dukes Radio Show. It's not free FM. So give Chad a call. Here's the number 385 645 5375. It's Miller time. What is that, Lil? Twelve hands in a row. Dukes, you son of a bitch. Nobody's that lucky. Now here's your host, the big silly. Chad Dukes. Charlie Hotel. Alpha Delta. Yeah, Dukes. Dig it. There, but for the grace of God, you with me. Hey there, boy. It's your pal, Jimmy J. I got another free Friday show for you guys. Now, everything seems to be coming out jester. I uh, I came in the studio this morning to lay down my tracks here for the show, and there's a gift here for me. I didn't want to mess with it here until I uh, started playing everything, so I want to open it up right now and see what I got here. So on the top here... Is oh <laughs> Merry Christmas, Jim Daddy! It's my copy of the Deep book that we're going to read for the, the Fortress Film Society. God, I hate reading, but I'm going to do it. And then I got a got what looks like a sweatshirt here. Tighten up, ho, on the message. Oh, I got holy shit! Wow, I got. Five X, holy shit! I got a, I got a new hoodie. Uh, it's a Tennessee Titans hoodie. On the back, it's got Jester and my high school football number from you know back when I was a bully. But wow, this is this is really really cool. Thank wow, thank you, Dukes. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, enough of that. Let's get to this. We had oh, a really fun week of shows. Had a couple extra special guests in this week. Of course, we had our Monday night shooting tour. Dukes and Tor back in the fortress together. They had a uh, a Christmas Eve recap. Chad was at Monks and uh, Tor was in Arlington, and things didn't quite go the same. Turns out a, a beloved show bit is dead because people don't understand, and it seems that uh, some people are getting a little too comfortable being friendly with old Money Monk. For Tuesday, we had Dukes and Tor back in the studio. Turns out. Slap fighting is going to be a new thing headed by Dana White. The boys give their thoughts on that. Tor had an experience at the Kennedy Center watching a musical. <laughs> the House of Happiness is having some decanter issues. Creepy books are discussed. 
and they have on our old buddy Ryan O'Halloran to discuss the NFL. Wednesday was special because, as you know, we do have our Founders Fiesta 2 coming up here at the end of January. So Drab T-Shirt was already in studio recording a little something for that. And then we got to the show where it was myself, Big Shooter, Loud Goat, Dylan Narang, and eventually old Duke's got Drabby to come back up on the mic. We discussed some uh, awkwardness between Joe Buck and Scott Van Pelt. We find out who did and did not like Black Adam. We see who's really into musicals. And Goat has a good story of there's specific times when you should take down your Christmas decorations. We'll see if we all follow those rules. Thursday, Dukes came in here by his lonesome and gave us another shooed solo. He has some uh, news on the son of a Santa bourbon. Wonders if TV dinners are still acceptable. Gives his thoughts on the Washington Commanders quarterback situation. He answers some listener questions on Ask Shude and has some thoughts on a recent interview that James Cameron did talking about regrets about movies that he's previously made some really really special movies his his thoughts are are really spot on for that what i have for you guys today though it's been a while since drabby's been up here with us so i pulled a little clip out of where we're talking about movies and musicals gets a little haywire but it's a good time i have our buddy ryan o'halloran the interview he sat down and did with dukes and tour but to get you started off correctly the last holiday that just passed big old christmas the day before Dukes had himself an outing at uh, Monk's Barbecue. Tor, his outing was a little different and ended in such a weird way. The best barbecue in Virginia can only be found at Monk's Barbecue in Percival, Virginia. Check them out at Monk's BBQ on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and at monksq.com. Thank you again to Monk's Barbecue for being our presenting sponsor. So many pictures, so many of you. Actually bumped into so many of you out at Monk's Barbecue on Christmas Eve, I was sitting at the bar and a whole bunch of silly geese. There was a flock of silly geese uh, out there picking up their food. I saw Short Arms, uh, saw John Page, saw Andrew Mitchell, saw whole rack of mother grabbers. And then uh, Wesley the Barber came through with his ice on and with his wrist on chill. And uh, at first, I was fucking thinking about Wesley and saying, this guy, I might have to take this guy to a new level. Like, I think, like, not only is Wes the barber. The barber. Yo. Yo, from the barber and, I haven't introduced you yet. Oh. The barber and the burner wreck. No, that's Tor right there. Gigantor. I can't help myself. <laughs> I know, I can't stop myself either. I told you when we did the broadcast, I used to have to hold it. You have to get it all out. <laughs> like, you have to hold it enough before the show began to get it out of your system. So me and Othello would hold it for a while. <laughs> And so I figure it's it's about the same thing. Like once you get into the, the barber slash the movie slash the burner slash DJ grimy voice, yeah, you got to get it. I can't even tell you how many times my wife has come to me and said, "You have to stop saying, you know how the burner do." Because <laughs> <laughs> I'll just be downstairs by myself, like making coffee or something. I'll just be like, "You know how the burner do." <laughs> And she's like, well, just stop saying that. I don't know who the burner is, and I don't know how he do. <laughs> yes, but you understand my, my uh, pain. Yeah, I've, I've, I've yoed. Yo, just people in my casual like, life, and they're like, that's what, that, that's what it's got to be now too. It's like, yo, like, <laughs> I, I just, I'll just start the sentence and then walk away and do something else. Like, what are you? T- what you, what is that? What is that voice you're doing? You don't see the Kelly Green on the TV right there? And then the problem is I conflate them all. Yeah. They all become one fucking amorphous character. I think they all like the Eagles. 
Yeah, I don't know how that happened. It's the Eagles and the I Ravens. like a rich reading, bros. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's, That's why I like I'm the burner. <laughs> yeah. I live in the, in the barber's basement. <laughs> oh, God. Um. Anyway, uh, saw lots of people out at Monk. Monk's just so goddamn generous. Uh, we were sitting at the bar uh, with a Cuban cigar, and I uh, we're having some beers. And that, we, we put a cap on it because the problem is when we sit at the bar at Monk's, you had this happen to you. Yes. Time... It, it evaporates. You're just at Monk's drinking at the bar, and there's the bar. You're with Monk, so everyone wants to make him happy. So you yeah. want a barbecue sandwich. You don't have to get in line to order it. It's coming right to the fucking bar. Shots. Everyone's buying everyone fucking bourbon. They're buying beers. So, like, he comes in, and he's like, hey, we got to cap it at 2.30 because I got a bunch of stuff to do. And I was like, you know what? Thank you for saying that because if you don't, I'm going to be here until 7 o'clock. Right, and then it's dinner time, and it's, oh, well, I'm at a restaurant anyways. Yeah, and I had to, I had to wrap, like, my wife's presents. Like, I had shit I had to do. And, like, I had to, by the way, get to have Christmas dinner home. Um, but we were sitting there, and uh, I tried to do the bit because he's got a, a bartender that I hadn't met before, and she was very nice. And I was trying to do the bit where I slide my credit card over there before he had a chance to do anything. Yeah. And damned if she didn't, she was swiping it. And he comes over and says, don't fucking charge that card. And then goes back and, of course, hooks us up. And then just takes care of us way more than he has to. He's just a real generous dude. And fuck it. Did you, you didn't get Christmas dinner this year? Uh, not this year, no. Dude. So my wife is a vet now. She gets the ham for the ham and eggers. Oh, yeah. Like, and that's, no, I don't mean to call her parents ham and eggers. But they, they like the ham. So we eat the ham, which is, by the way, Delectable, great ham, <laughs> fucking unbelievable. It's a giant pork shoulder seasoned like a ham, it's fucking unbelievable. But she gets the prime rib and doesn't even put it out. She just sticks it in the fridge, and then the rest of the week I'm just sawed off big fucking <laughs> three inch chunks of prime rib the whole fucking week. Yeah, that's right, Orgy Beard. I'm gonna go back into that fucking fridge tonight. I'm gonna put a hurting on this son of a bitch. Yeah, come here. When you thought it was over? Oh my god, that that, that prime rib's gonna need a rape whistle when I'm done with it. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, you heard right, Tor. You heard right. Oh boy. No, I. Yeah, yeah. No, I yeah, that that, that fucking prime rib's gonna be like Jody Foster and the accused. No. All right. Um, it's a piece. Of, it's a chunk of meat. Just settle down. Somebody hit the cow on the head with a hammer. Don't get mad at that guy. Don't get mad at me. I'm just trying to essentially massage it. Um, but anyway, thanks to Monk. And I just, you fucked up. You fucked up if you're sitting there, and I don't care who you are. If you're grilling and, and cooking and baking. and What the fuck are you? Do you know that he puts chorizo in the stuffing? I'm sitting there eating the stuffing. I'm like, why the fuck? Why does this taste so good? My wife's like, there's chorizo in there. And I'm like, huh? of yeah. course there is. Why wouldn't there be? Just the butteriest mashed potatoes. And that shit, I told you, man, I, I hate green bean casserole. I don't like it. No. And I took a big spoonful because I'm like, you know, Monk made this. It's going to be good. It was good. It was fucking good. He doesn't miss, and then he's he's ahead of the game with, with just what you need for dinner to impress. Because uh, uh, some people like the, the, the lumpier mashed potatoes, but no, you get that from, from Monk's in, in Thanksgiving. It's like, this thing, this is whipped. This is whipped, whipped to hell, and they, it's they delicious. Just, this is the most mashed potatoiest mashed potatoes I've ever had. And then I gotta say this before before the moment passes. The the peppermint. I think its official title is peppermint cheesecake ice cream pie. Is what I think it is. But I just call it the peppermint pie. It is. I started crying last night. I um. And again, my wife's like, "What is what is wrong with you?" We're we're watching like uh, I'm watching the football game. Yeah. 
and I got the the big Krampus candle. We have a, I think we have three of these left at the store. If you like the smell of Christmas, get one of these fucking candles. It's the most Christmassy smelling candle I've ever smelled in my life. I had it burning right next to me, and then she brings down a big slice of the peppermint pie after dinner and after her parents had left. And I'm eating the. It tasted. It tastes like the day should be. Like not every Christmas is perfect, but if you had the perfect Christmas, that is what this fucking pie tastes like. And I'm eating it, and, I, and I'm smelling the candle, and I'm watching football, and, I, and, I'm, and I've had a, several whiskeys, and I just start crying. And she's like, look, I, I need you to get some fucking therapy. Like, I can't have you crying on Christmas evening. And I was like, it's just so wonderful. Um, so I don't know if there's any of those pies left, but if there are, Monk, I'm imploring you not to sell them. I will take them. Um, <laughs> it was fantastic. Uh, I'd like to give a big ver... Oh, uh, well, I don't know. It's not a, is it a social media grievance if it happens in real life, Tor? Uh, I what think... Do you think? It- if it's something that could easily irritate you on social media as well, if you saw it in, happen in real life. Where is my social media grievance here on the board? I thought it was on page two, but but page two has fucking decided to grow its own goddamn skin. Me and Jimmy are going to... Where is, where is my social media grievance? Social media grievance should be, it's either on two or one. Well, do you see it? Because I don't see it, and I would love to be able to play it right now. Why would it be on one? It could be on the bottom of one. Social media grievances. I need you to make one that says real life grievances. Okay. All right. Social media grievances. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, Ant-Man is on my shit list. Uh, my brother and his wife came over last night and I hung out with my uh, in-laws for a bit. They are big fans of them. It was real nice. And of course, Ant-Man for three days has been saying, hey, man, y'all going to be hanging out on Christmas because I'm going to want to get the fuck out of that house mm-hmm. after I spent time with my family. And I'm like, all right, well, that's cool. Come on over. But just let me know because like I got parents and I got I got family and stuff. So um, and then I looked up and it was 830 and I had texted him at two o'clock saying, hey, man, are you still coming over because we're having people over? He's like, yeah, man, no call, no show, no text. I get a text today at 2 o'clock saying somehow him and Mark got food poisoning and they were already over it. And I'm like, mm. you're just a shithead. Um, and it's just like, I don't even care. He could have just said, hey, my family's in town. I'm not going to be able to make it out. Like, right. I was I was living high on the hog. But it's like, no call, no show, no text. And then 2 o'clock the next day, you tell me you had food poisoning, and but you're at work. I'm not a I'm not a fucking moron. So right, the baby was probably over there, and he's got baby fever. He's got baby yeah. fever. He's throwing a baby over his head, doing right. all the shit that he likes to do. But um, what was it talking about? What were we talking about? Oh, Christmas. Yeah, fantastic Christmas. I don't know if yours was. Uh, it seemed like yours was when you weren't returning my texts. I thought you must be having a great Christmas and uh, enjoying yourself. Did it go well? It was a very nice Christmas. Good. Yes. Yeah. The food was good. Uh, the uh, company was nice. Uh, it was a family. A lot of, yep, family, all family gathered together. It was, it was a sexy neighbor come over. The sexy neighbor did not come over. Well, that's no Christmas miracle. I know it's not a miracle, but I think we were able to make do. I think uh, any of that how uh, house of happiness come with you to family dinner, Christmas Eve dinner. How two the fuck the did I know? Two. How the fuck did I know, Orgy? Because you bring your better half with you to dinner when you're going over to your family's house for Christmas. Which one was it? It was two of them. It was it was Honky and. Is it the one that is it Ferator? Honky and no no Ferator no Ferator didn't come with you. No Ferator has a stable family, so he goes and hangs out. So with Honky his came with you. Honky and Humpty. Jesus Christ! Did you do Did you do that dance that made him so I fucking don't famous? Think there was as much dance. Did you do any of the dances that Humpty's famous for? See, I I, I love to play it. 
Uh, I think I have it right here. You know what the Humpty Dance is, hey, man? I do. It's your chance. You move and dance. Did you move and dance at all it's at not, the dinner table? It wasn't not at the dinner table, no, not as much, but you know, Neil Diamond Christmas CD comes on, and then it's, oh, that's it, a that's, banger! That is uh, Christmas it, CD. I love it. That definitely is a dad Christmas. Oh, it, it is. Every year I look forward to it. It's it's after dinner, and then we, uh, you know, everyone's just kind of drinking a little bit. He gets the big. He's, he still has the big stereo system. I love that. And then the fifty disc changer. It doesn't even open anymore. But we know that the Neil Diamond. It's CD, in there. It's, it's at, number thirty four. It's, it's number one. So as soon as it turns on, Neil Diamond's boom, number one. Number one. Wow, we got that record over at the store. That's one of my favorites. It's actually. it's a, a club bangers all over. The, the place. only thing that would be better if it went from a Neil Diamond Christmas CD just into his entire catalog. Yeah. That would probably be like the the perfect Christmas. Do you get any fun stuff? Uh, I got a I got a toolbox. Uh, full of oh. tools, which I was very happy. It's my first toolbox with you know some screwdrivers. Uh, oh, that's a, nice. A nice hammer that I that I'm. Uh, I know you're a fan of hammers. <laughs> yeah. I noticed that every I would buy a hammer and put it in here and it just disappears. <laughs> I'm like, well, Tor must have absconded with that. Yeah, some other uh, some other things, clothing. You beat and, neighborhood and dogs to death with it. <laughs> no, I'm not. You go around looking for stray cats. Um, I, <laughs> I ain't talking about no Brian Setzer either. I could have used it on. Um, I don't know if I want to get to this. Let's hear it. It's. it's I'd like to hear it. It's. I, it's a big show. I, okay. Well. Okay. So on Friday nights, the night before Christmas Eve, it was you know we went out to the bars because Christmas Eve, hanging out with family and and, and doing that, playing cards, having a nice time. Uh, but I ended up we we went out and uh, I left the bar. I, Probably, I think I was the first one to leave because I felt it starting to get a little bit punchy and people were uh, fighting in the streets. Uh, so, all right, time for me to go. Uh, Uber back to my house and then I uh, realized I didn't bring my key with me. And uh, But that's never a really problem because... You just tear the door right off the hinges. I can, <laughs> well, I can do that or I can, you know, punch in the garage door code. Beep, 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 or beep, just beep, punch beep. in the garage and door. Then, you know, well, you're burying the lead here. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's either a Sasquatch trying to get in here or Tor forgot his key again, and, or both. And it was so uh, uh, cold, I guess, that the battery for the garage door had frozen. That was not the night to have this happen. It was. I am surprised you went out that night. It was colder than a witch's tit. It was freezing out, but yeah. uh, that's the night that we went to the, the pool bar with no water. It was, uh, we were just Yeah, just, just I got a text around. from Tor that he looked to be inside of a, uh, a steam room. Yeah, that's kind of drinking, what it looked like. Which is very strange. You look like the room that Viggo Mortensen was naked fighting in, <laughs> yeah. and then fucking Eastern Promises. God, that was Did you a- do any naked roundhouse kicks? No, it probably would have been more fun. <laughs> I love you. Know what we should do? We should, you should be Viggo Mortensen, and then we'll get orgy, and we'll get Phyllis speech, and we're just gonna reenact that scene in here that in the bar? studio. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, in that bar. Yeah, we're just all naked, falling all over sure. each other. I think those guys are clothed, aren't they? Vigo's the only one with his ball bag out. Yeah, yeah, he he had a rough go of it. <laughs> I love that he had a tiny dick. It made me so happy. I'm like, if Vigo Mortensen has a tiny dick, we're fucking goddamn king of fucking Gondor's got a tiny dick. We're all going to be all right. Yeah, but that, that night was blistering cold, uh, but I was right. bundled. Uh, I, I, at least I thought I was. Uh, I tried to go punch in the garage door code. Okay, I'll go inside, you know, warm up, have a, have a, a nightcap beer, and then go to bed. And then beep, 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 doesn't open. I would say, okay, well, maybe I punched it in wrong. I had some drinks. Punched it in. Didn't open. Didn't open. Send a video saying, hey, did someone change the garage code? This right. is what it is. Like, oh, try the backup code. I said, okay, let's. There's a backup code? That's what I said. Let's see if there's a backup code. I'm going to need these numbers. Backup code did not. <laughs> I'm going to need to crunch these numbers. <laughs> backup code didn't go through. Hmm. So then I start uh, analyzing my situation, and I say, okay. It ain't good. Uh, I, I start texting. For you. Nobody else has a key with them. 
None of the roommates that I was at at the bar had a key. You with guys them. are just. Can I use a, a a technical term? Yeah. Can I use a technical term? You're a bunch of fuck. Yes. That is what you guys are. <laughs> that, you that are is, a walking clusterfuck. It seems like if Tor, I, I didn't realize I was the key man every time. You're the, the key master. I guess I am. Yeah. And Honky's the gatekeeper. Yeah. Yeah. You know how they summon Gozer. You know how they did an orgy. The Tor don't know what I'm talking about, but you do. Oh my God! You just are a bunch of boobs. So I'm left to try to find my way into the house, uh, and then I, you know I, I've got my escape cl- uh, uh, plans for the for the demons when they come in. I, I realize okay, if, if 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 everyone's dead, I can hop over my my uh, patio into another neighbor's house and then run down and yeah, let. That's the demon not practical get right now, is it? It's not. But since it's connected, I'm thinking maybe my top door is unlocked. So you go to go the neighbor. To neighbor I, you go up to the top floor, hop over the balcony, and then maybe you left your door unlocked. That was my plan. And then uh, banging on the neighbor's door, ringing oh, the doorbell. Oh, my God. No answer. So did you go three down? <laughs> just all oh, oh, balc- oh, hot balconies? <laughs> Who the fuck do you think you are, Assassin's Creed? I'm getting a text from Humpty saying, I saw the door was locked. I, I, so that doesn't work either. And I'm just sitting here like, I'm, fr- I'm freezing cold. By the way, burying the lead that Humpty would definitely know if his bedroom door is <laughs> locked. <laughs> burying the lead that Humpty would definitely know if his bedroom door was locked. So so now it's it's starting to get to the nitty gritty. I, I bet it is. <laughs> Where am I? Am I going to the? Hey, I also saw Rattleoop Tor, so you <laughs> might want to stop by see me, guys. My options were fucking terrible. I guess Uber to my parents. How about home. Just go to the NBC Suites? Get a fucking room. That that would have been an option, but I I, I said we well, there's one more chance of me getting into this house, and that was Maybe you uh, bash the window in. Well, just do like Chief and fucking Cuckoo's Nest. Throw a giant fucking sink through the window. Well, I knew uh, Sleepy wasn't home. Uh, he's on the bottom floor. And uh, I say, okay, well, maybe his windows are unlocked. Uh, but there's a screen there. So I take my credit card. You rip that off. I cut open the screen. By your credit card, do you mean your giant mitts? <laughs> no, your giant gnarled mitts? Cold. Fucking fingers going every way because you should de- de- defensive ends are just blowing by you for three years. <laughs> fucking Rhode Island. Just <laughs> getting caught on defensive lineman's face mask and they're sacking the quarterback. Treating him like I'm going to treat that prime rib later on tonight. <laughs> Oh, this is regrettable. So I, I slice open the screen, uh, and then I say, "Okay, well, I could probably just pop the screen off." It, it, I didn't. It wasn't. It wasn't clicking to so pop. So this at was all. just to check to see if the window was unlocked. Yeah, was it? It was. How is that? What's great is you guys are predictably irresponsible. I mean, you understand that that means that anyone yeah. could be doing that. Anyone could have sliced it open and gotten into Sleepy's room. Yes. No, 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 no not Sleepy's room. Your house. Uh. Well, because he, Sleepy's room, I'm guessing, isn't a sealed off escape room. No, he's he's first to go down. Then I, I think he would go with noise. But then it's it's not that. It's then the guy would go up and take your laptop and take. I mean, that would be t- t- two seconds. Yes. Okay. It, it's it's not great that his window was unlocked, but in the situation, it was good. I guarantee no conversation has been had about that since this took place. Not yet. I'm getting a new key mate. You're just waiting four days to tell Sleepy to lock his <laughs> fucking window. The uh, holy shit! Push it up. I climb through, almost get stuck, and then oh, oh man, Pooh Bear! Oh, it was you got the fucking legs kicking. He's trying to get that honey out of the tree. Yeah, it wasn't very swift. How to did get you in. get that big ass through that window? I, I don't believe it. It was if there was a law enforcement officer rolling down the street, they would have said, "You're done for." There's the biggest cat burglar we've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's the big Christmas. Holy store shit! We were that Macy's for. Thanksgiving Day float <laughs> is breaking into that house over there. How did it break loose from its handlers? <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah. What's that big fucking inflatable Disney man that oh. uh, the, the, the the cartoon about the fucking uh, video games? 
What is that big thing? Oh, Wreck It Ralph, maybe. No, there's uh, a big fucking blow up robot thing that you look like. Oh, Big Hero Six. That's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, look like that guy that, in yeah, that. Awesome. <laughs> oh, look at that. The lower half of Big Hero Six is hanging uh, out of that fucking palatial estate. Pretty accurate. Yep. Feet were swinging, trying to get through. Holy shit. Was able to. Uh, oh, my God. There's a wood booger, and his legs are stuck over there in that goddamn fucking tiny window. He's kicking violently on Christmas Eve. <laughs> How did Honky know his bedroom door was locked? How did he know that unless he was in the bedroom after coitus? God bless. Your stories are upsetting. Yeah, I, I knew it would be. Uh, but Not as upsetting as me seeing that Orgy and I were twinsy bobs tonight. That was the more upsetting part. Yeah. <sighs> I walk in and Orgy goes, I can assure you it wasn't intentional. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think you were fucking watching me put this shirt on five minutes ago. That's something that puts you in the, puts you in the mindset of thinking it might be intentional, though. Was that that orgy might be watching you? You you think that that's well? How would well he be? somebody that somebody that really didn't think it was intentional would yeah. never say, "Oh, this wasn't supposed." Like to be it's something that I pr probably doesn't need to be said. Like yeah. oh, I'm not going to hit you with a fucking head with a stack of hot nickels. Sure. Like, wait, wait a minute. Are you? Do you have a stack? Yeah. Of hot can I? Can I see them? Can you roll them out? Yeah. So how did you get your big ass through the window? I I just uh, I I, br I brute forced my way through. Holy and then shit! I took a tumble on Sleepy's floor. It's like that movie, The Descent. And then I uh, I opened up the uh, the front door for everybody to come on through. So not only did Tor have to be bite the bullet and do the breaking in, but then you had to make sure to open the door up because the rest of that gaggle of dopes didn't bring any fucking keys. They either. are a fucking gaggle of dopes because they challenged me and said, "I bet you were putting the garage door code in wrong." Went outside, said, "Oh, I guess it's I guess it really was not opening." In their defense, you are that dumb. <laughs> so like that's I could see it from both ways. I, you know, if I was going to be an impartial judge, I know the code. I have the code memorized. Oh, God damn. Well, that's a hell of a Christmas Other story that, you got there. Christmas was very nice, though. If you want to become a Chad Duke Show Facebook subscriber, it's very, very easy. Head to the Chad Duke Show on Facebook, hit the subscriber hub button, and follow the steps to gain access to the secret supporter group chat and get the bonus show video backlogs. Joining us on the Monk's Barbecue Hotline is a gentleman that writes for the Buffalo News covering the Buffalo bills but spent many years in denver as well as we have the first sacking the first casualty of the nfl season at the head coach well actually not the first second right third yeah. third carolina who else? oh ryan halloran's here who was the first indy oh shit how soon i forget my god old frank reich showing the door and then the the worst the worst belly flop in the history of regular season football on Jeff Saturday's watch, right, for uh, Tours Boy. Uh, Ryan O'Halloran is with us here. They have fired. It was kind of a bit where you knew it was going to happen, but I would – well, let's start there, Ryan. Do they fire Nathaniel Hackett if they don't get drubbed on Christmas Day in front of the entire country? Yeah, probably not, and, and good to join you, Chad. hope you guys had a good holiday. The good news is, is I'm in Sarasota, Florida right now and not wow. Buffalo, New York, because I cannot fly back until Wednesday. So I'm flying straight to Cincinnati next weekend. Well, I've seen <laughs> so, some of your tweets. Are like all the airports closed up there? Yeah, the airport has been closed in Buffalo from Friday to at least Wednesday. Man, is that, I saw there's a bunch of Clay Travis. He put out about 100 tweets, like something like 66 <laughs> of all Southwest flights have been canceled. Uh, 66% yeah, it, rather. Yeah, and I was lucky to get from Chicago to Sarasota after the game on Saturday night. But digressing to your question, I mean, what it, what it looks like to me, Chad, is they're waiting for the next blowout 
to fire Nate Hackett. And mm. it probably was going to be after that Chiefs game two weeks ago when they were down 27 nothing late in the first half. That probably would have been it. Yesterday, I mean, the fact it was on national TV, it cuts a little deeper. But here, you lost 51-14 to a team that's 4-10 and and has nobody left yeah. on the roster. So that kind of embarrassment, the sideline embarrassments, um, I don't understand the rationale that you, you'd be firing a guy with two games to go because you're not tanking. You don't even have your first-round pick. But uh, obviously they felt like they, they can uh, get some kind of head start on a coaching search, which to me is comical. Yeah, I don't – it seems to me that the only reason that makes sense why you fire the guy like this is because you want to send a message and you're pissed at him because the end of the season is, you know, a couple of weeks away. It very easily could have happened. I mean, I have to assume it's a little bit of a middle finger saying, hey, we're blaming you for messing the season up as badly as it's gone. Yeah, and I texted a couple of people back and forth last night who covered the team, and, and I said, I said, the only reason you would fire Nate Hackett today is to embarrass them hmm. and that's what they did and they you know said get out of the building we're better off without you against the chiefs and the chargers down yeah. the stretch here uh and so what this is a terrible job right now and if you know i'm not sure which direction they're gonna go is it a terrible job for like sean payton i mean is it a terrible job for someone with a track record that knows how to work with a veteran quarterback i don't know how many of those guys are out there, but if, if you brought Bill Cowher in, would it be a terrible job, or is it just a terrible job if you like if you're looking at Russell Wilson the way he looked this season and saying, "My God, we owe this guy a billion dollars." That makes it a bad job. Um, that said, okay, is it worse? Is it worse than the Panthers' job, the Colts' job? Not sure. Um, you know, Sean Payton to me, he's waiting out the Chargers, uh, which Why is not? what he should be doing. Yeah. Uh, the other job should not be attractive to him at all. You know, the Broncos, I think. Here's another thing. If if I'm a if I'm a head coaching candidate, okay, does the George Payton, the GM, in the statement from ownership, he got a vote of confidence. Okay, now I'm going to work with a GM that has struggled, that has was not hired by ownership, and ownership is running the search. So there's some you know there's some different you know uh, layers to this, but they have I think the, the first thing they got to do they have to eliminate anybody from consideration who's not been an NFL head coach. They've done that three straight times with Vance Joseph, Vic Fangio, Nate Hackett, fired, fired, fired. You've got to get somebody in there to stabilize the organization. You've got to get somebody in there at the head coach's office who can tell Russell Wilson shut the hell up, play football. It can't help too that there's like multiple coaches that were hired the same year that have flourished as well moving forward. I mean, you look at what's going on in Minnesota. I mean, there's a bunch of other places with different, um, you know, talent levels. But it just, you know, they, you keep getting it wrong when other places are getting it right and hiring and available guys. The the skirmish on the sideline between Brett Rippon and the offensive line, it, is the offensive line just like actively dogging out? I mean, there's all those memes of – I forgot. It was one of the running backs staring at uh, Russell Wilson. But, like, it, they, they, are they just – have they just turned on him and then you got the backup quarterback defending the starting quarterback while he's out there throwing interceptions? I mean, that seems like – I mean, lost team doesn't even seem like enough of a descriptor to describe that scenario. Yeah. Well, I, I applaud Brett Rippon for it because I am not a Dalton Reisner fan yeah. whatsoever. Um, you know, And so Latavius Murray deserves kudos for shoving Reisner back. Um, he, get, he, he gets my uh, he gets my applause. Brett Rippon, hey, if nobody's going to get in the face of the O-line for not blocking, um, hey, 
maybe I got to do it. And, you know, the fact, and you didn't see anybody on Twitter last night, Broncos fans, taking Dalton Reisner's side. Let's put it that way. Is he, uh, is so, he a malcontent? What's his deal? Well, he's he is he is a local player who thinks he should be treated like a local star, and um, and so he is a lot of bluster, and so he's a free agent at the end of the year. They shouldn't re-sign him. Nobody should really give him any kind of money because he hasn't been very good this year. So, and then Randy Gregory throws a punch after the game, so he's suspended for the next game. That's as much intensity as he's shown in his first year as a Bronco, which was a terrible contract. So, everything came to a head over the last 24 hours. Uh, this organization right now is a is a is a lost uh, lost ship, so to speak. So, Ryan, we saw last year when when Urban Meyer left Jacksonville that that was a dumpster fire but they've they've found a resurgence do you think this is a one-year turnaround with the right guy or do you think that it's a lot of of just bad apples on the team that are going to stunt them for a couple more years than just one well i think there's a combination of a couple of things the, the roster isn't great they're, they're saddled with some bad contracts more than bad apples and they don't have first and second round picks this year they do have a first round pick from miami that they got back in the bradley chubb deal that you know could be you know top 23 top 22 so far but i think this is a this is almost i mean the jaguars made the afc title game in 2017 then they drafted trevor lawrence number one the broncos cannot say they've made the broncos last made the playoffs in 2015 and they got russell wilson as their quarterback he's not a guy you can build around right now you're stuck with him for two more years on the cap it's i mean one thing i've thrown out there is release him Take the $120 million cap hit all in one swoop and tell your head coach, you're year zero. You get a redshirt year. This is a bonus. We're going to find out who to build with. We're going to take that cap hit, and then we're going to start over in 2024. That's obviously not going to happen, but is – Russell Wilson is not going to be a free agent recruiter because he's a declining player. If you're a receiver, would you want to play with him? No. Hell no. So, you know, we go back and Chad, you and I have talked about this player a lot over the last couple of years. Javante Williams, the running back. Yeah. Once they, once they lost him in, in October, that was their season because he was their best player on offense and they were going to run him to set up what Russell Wilson does well, which is play action and throw it downfield a little bit. Once he got, once they lost him, Melvin Gordon flamed out, they cut him. So, if you had to, if you had to defend Nate Hackett, he lost his best player, but he probably waited too long to do some other things. But this, to me, the the combination of Russell Wilson, the contract, the, the lack of draft capital, and the lack of talent uh, doesn't make this an attractive job. So it's going to be fascinating to see what they do with this opening. It's at Ryan O'Halloran. You go ahead and follow him on Twitter. It just it boggles my mind that I look at like what Jimmy Garoppolo does. And it's like Russell Wilson can't be Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, they've got some good wide receivers. Like You can't go out there and distribute the football and let your defense give the ball back to you. I don't know. It just it, – so you honestly – so he's unsalvageable is what you're saying. So if that's the case, you cut him, eat all that money, and then draft a, a dude or – I don't know. I just – with the yeah. fan base – I mean, that is a very passionate fan base. Would they be amenable to that? Well, they've turned on Wilson. Yeah, but, you know, let's go over a couple of scenarios. Let's go like in the real world scenario here. They got to hire a coach who thinks he can fix Wilson. They should not hire a coach who has a comfort level with the quarterback. The quarterback should not be involved in this search whatsoever. He hasn't earned the right to have an opinion. Okay, so let's say you're let's say you're going to keep him for at least one more year. Okay, who's the coach? Is it a Frank Reich? Previous head coaching experience, Man. offensive side of the ball, has played the position. To me, that would be one of my first calls just for the very fact of, hey, Frank, 
is this guy salvageable? Yeah. Is he finished? Get his opinion. Um, then after that, if that, then okay, what do you think your offensive line, skill position? They have to start over on offense, but with some of the same people, you know, and, and, and that, you know, makes sense. But let me throw this other uh, theory at you. You keep Russell Wilson, but you add some competition at the quarterback spot, like signing Jimmy Dree to a one-year deal. And, hey, battle it out in camp, fellas. And Jimmy G will probably have other options, but you know, maybe you, you got to get better at backup quarterback because Russell Wilson right knows right now he cannot be benched. So upgrade at that spot to create some, uh, that creates emergency. Um, right now, who's the best team in the AFC in your opinion? Um, geez, I might say the Bengals. I would too. Uh, um, they are hitting their stride. I love Burrow. Their defense is playing well. And so I would say Cincinnati, um, Kansas City is sort of Kansas City to me and Buffalo. They sort of get so bored during the season that they play down to their competition before they turn it on in the second half. Kansas City has issues stopping people again. Um, the Bills got back to their, you know, they turn it over. They got back to those ways against Chicago, who is just is god awful. So if I had to rank them right now, I'd go Cincinnati, Buffalo, Kansas City in that order. Um, but Cincinnati may have to go on the road and win two times, make the Super Bowl. Newsflash: they, they did that last year. They did it last year, um, and they beat the Titans. I mean, the, the, that look, that win looked better before we knew what the Titans were, and they've already beaten Kansas City this year. And I mean, they just—I don't know. Like Burrow is so strange to me because I've watched so many of his games where he starts off in molasses, he's throwing picks, and he's just taking awful sacks. <laughs> But when they are in a big game and they're on the road and it's hostile or no matter what it is, they just don't have any fear. And they've got three wideouts that can beat anybody in man-to-man coverage and they can run the football down your throat. I mean, Samaj P. Ryan was out there looking like John Riggins um, at the time yeah. that he was spelling Joe Mixon. I, man, if they could if they could somehow figure out a way to win more games than those other two teams, I just think it would be a lock. But I don't know. Can you go on the road to Orchard Park and go on the road to Arrowhead and you know, that's going to be difficult to do again. Yeah, and I mean, a, a dynamite game next Monday night, Bills at Bengals. And, that's crazy. Uh, but will the Bills rest people? I mean, don't they have the one seat locked up? They don't because right now they're tied at 12-3 and three with Kansas City. They hold the head-to-head tiebreak. So they have to keep playing to get that number right. one seed. They may have to play down to the wire to get that number one seed because the Chiefs have the Broncos and the Raiders to finish up. They got to keep on, they got to keep an eye on the Bengals. So, um, you know, they have to keep their foot on the pedal, pedal yeah. on the foot. They got to keep their pedal on the floor. Excuse me. Yeah. The analogies, oh, damn it. they all run together. Damn it. It's, it's fine. I thought they had the ones he locked up. Um, the, the Super Bowl right now to me, especially with the Hertz injury, um, I just don't know. 49ers, Cincinnati. That just right now, if I had if I had to place money on it, that feels right to me. Yeah, it does, especially in the NFC with San Francisco. What worries me about the 49ers is can you count on Christian McCaffrey playing one, two, three, four games to get to the NFC title game in one piece? Right. Um, they I would pick them to win at Minnesota in the second round. They may be the favorite in that game. They should be the favorite in that game. And uh, so I, I think that's, that's a, that's a reasonable uh, prediction. Bengals Niners. Um, I think Niners bills would be a hell of a matchup. Niners chiefs, quite frankly, we've already seen it. Uh, any chance Peyton Manning uh, is all for <clears throat> and accepts the job of coaching the Broncos. 
Um, not the coaching part, but um, one. if I was a columnist in Denver today, um, if I hadn't written it already, um, I would write that um, you need to call Peyton Manning. He lives a couple minutes away yeah. and say, um, you have um, this offer for $20 million a year to be the executive vice president of football operations. You supervise the GM. You lead the head coaching search. Um, you do not need to be in the office every day. You can uh, still do some of your commercials, but here's an enormous amount of money. And, and in the future, we can talk about an ownership stake as well and make him say no. He seems to like to bounce around right now. Like I would have assumed at this point he'd be like, all right, he would have taken either the Tom Brady deal or he already would have been a general manager. But he, he really seems to like I'm going to host this game show. You all do this fun yeah. little show on Monday nights. We miss every once in a while. He seems to be enjoying his, for lack of a better term, freedom. Yeah, and that's one thing I wrote last year when we talked and I talked to him about Hall of Fame. I said I said, Peyton Manning likes being Peyton Manning right now. He yeah. just laughed. He goes, he goes, and and what his friends say is really legitimate. He's getting to do all the things that most players do in the off season. He didn't do off seasons. He was getting ready to play football. So his kids are still I think I think they're eleven or twelve. He has twins, so he's sort of involved in their life. I think eventually Peyton will join a football front office. It just has to be – I don't think it will be immediately. All right, last one. Would you go with Wentz or Heineke? Oh, jeez. Yeah. Uh, to me, like – to me, by putting Wentz in at the end of that game, he was getting him ready to start I this agree. week. Um, so I would see what – I would see what Wentz could do but have him on a very short hook. Um, they're going to look back at that giant game last week, and, and they're bitching about the officiating. You don't turn it over as many times as you did. Score more points. Uh, yeah, score more points. You got to play them, then you got a bye week, and they had to play the Eagles, and then you got to play them again while you slept in your own beds. And look, the refs were wrong, and I I think there might have been there might be more to that story that we'll never find out about because the NFL doesn't want us to find out about it. But I mean, you got to score twenty points if you want to try to win a game in the National Football League. Yeah, yeah. Excellent stuff, buddy. Know you're busy at Ryan O'Halloran. Enjoy the warmth while you're down there before you head back into shoveling the roof of your building. Always appreciate your time, man. <laughs> All right, buddy. Take care, Chad. Take care, brother. Buffalo Bye, News, buffalonews.com at Ryan O'Halloran. If you're interested in buying or selling a home, there's only one person you should call, and that's Joe Azer. You can reach him at 571-989-2937. That's 571-989-AZER. Uh, go you. Oh, wait, let's let's talk about Black Adam real quick. Yeah, just while we have it. Drive you saw Black Adam, of course. No, of course, of course. Yeah. Um, no, 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 of course not. <laughs> With the yeah. Rock, you didn't see it. Uh, the reviews were too bad. I thought they were bad. And, and he's and, and he's angry about it. Well, so. he's angry because he got fucked. I mean, the Rock probably is not used to somebody saying. Uh, no, thank you. We are not interested in any more of your time or your offerings. And that's what DC That is did. unusual. Well, everything yeah. I heard about is that he had way too much c- control over it. Well, yeah. yeah, he puts himself over the whole time. But um, I-, I thought The Rock was him as Black Adam. I didn't think it was bad at all. Like, I thought that he kills everyone. Like, he's over the top. He's a big, muscly fucking guy. Um, I didn't think that part was bad. It was absolutely everything else that surrounded him. Other than I thought Pierce Brosnan did a really good job as... Uh, Dr. Fate. I actually thought that it was a decent character and a betrayal. But the rest of it is regrettably awful. Um, and I, I didn't say anything other. Did you think that I liked the movie? Dylan, I never said that I liked it. I thought his betrayal was fine. And there was when he comes out of the fucking pyramid at first and the, he's fucking destroying everything and mm-hmm. hitting tanks and helicopters. That's fun. That's fun for me. That's yeah, no, look, uh, look, I, I think uh, I get into an argument with like family over Christmas or, or, about this movie. Um, That's what. <laughs> They argue about <laughs> Black Adam. They argue about <laughs> yeah. The Rock and Black Adam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can get behind that. Ten I mean, years running. There's, there's like, you know, 
<laughs> I think there's an interesting like discussion to have about The Rock uh, and and what he's doing and what his movies are and are they any good or not? You know, there's uh, I I I submit they're not. They're like yeah, yeah, there I've can be entertaining. Yeah, I've said that for there years. There can be. I know. I know. Jester probably owns like uh, San all Andreas. Of them, all and, of them. Yeah, really, he, didn't, he didn't buy any of them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I I get it, and and he's incredibly charismatic, incredibly likable, and all these things. So he should keep getting work, and he will keep getting work. And everyone goes to his movies. I, you know, who the hell am I? All right, that's the first thing. Who the hell am I? But, well, you watch but, movies. We can talk. I do about watch them. movies, and I try to make them. But uh, you know, at two and a half hours, but. Um, I was going to say, you like to make very long, long movies. movies. Yeah, long very long movies. Long or movies. Like excessively short movies. I would like to think that maybe, though, if you make a movie, you'd want somebody to see it eventually. If you get The Rock, someone's going to see it. Yeah, but yeah. I just mean in general. Like, the in movie general, should be no, available you don't for people need that, to see. Chad. Who needs to see the movie you make? Um, I, I think, I feel like uh, with, with The Rock, with this one, um, from everything he was saying, from everything he was pushing, you know, he's been working on it 10 years, whatever it's been. He had a lot of, at least from his Instagram and what he portrays, he had a lot of say in the writer's room, in the um, in the creation of the movie, in the development of what's going on with the story, all of that stuff. And there's a part of me that, again, who the hell am I? But there's a part of me that's like, hey, you're good at other stuff. Mm. Let someone else write it's the like movie. Let someone else be involved It's like with that. going to Russell Wilson and being like, you need to hand the fucking ball off here. You don't need to throw uh-huh. the ball 55 times during this game. I understand what you're saying. It's what I've always said about uh, Nolan and, and Tarantino and all these guys, where it's like they get to a certain level where nobody will tell them, you don't need to make a three-hour movie. Let's make yeah. it a two-hour movie. Yeah, I mean, that that f- uh, f- they had five, four or five acts in uh, Django, right? Yeah. That that whole that whole scene where he gets taken by the Australians, which is played by Tarantino, you're like, why, this shouldn't, this is, why is this in the movie? Right, because he wanted to be in the movie. Because he wanted to be in the movie. It's his movie. And it's still Django, I mean, but I, I, think, I think for this one... I think structurally it was it was just kind of messy. Like, who the hell's whose story is it? Is it his? Is it the the new team that we're meeting? We need to. F- oh, there it, was no backstory for them. I, I think, mean, they spent forty five minutes letting Hawkman get his ass kicked by Black yeah, Adam, and then at yeah. the end of it, we're supposed to believe that he's the real hero. And I'm like, I who I don't understand. In what world does that make sense? It's the, it's the Justice Society, right? Yeah. I have no the, idea. Yeah, it's for which is also very messy donkey dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <Brad. laughs> copyright infringement right there. Yeah, I just think structurally, like, are you going to set it in uh, back in twenty six or twenty five hundred BC where it should, it could be, or is it all the Rock, or is it just the Justice Society finding out there's this new guy and we got to do something about it? Like, I think it's pick, better than the Eternals. Pick one. I th- I think that it's a go- Eternals it's a, was messy too, so messy. Yeah, but it's a goofy. First of all, don't let anybody. These are all for fucking kids. And like this movie, at least he's. I, I hate to keep going back to it. I loved him dropping those guys, flying them up in the air, and just dropping them on the ground. Like I, <laughs> yeah. I, that did not get old for me. Yeah, I do. That's my impression of the rock when they ask if he kills people. I do. Thank you. Did he clear up whether or not he was a hero at any point? All right, I, I understand. I understand what you're saying. But they like to. That's like, a cheap shot. Yes. It's like a Burger King commercial. They got to say Whopper 45 times. They got to oh let you know God. what you're going to fucking buy. I counted in that Burger King commercial, by the way. The worst, mm-hmm. one, the worst thing that's ever happened to humanity. My God. They try to get over three different catchphrases in that fucking thing. And I think anybody would tell you that one slogan is all you should be trying you to get. You should focus. Over. Yes. So. And it took me a long time of watching that commercial and wanting to kill myself. But the guy says, crown up your day. Mm-hmm. That, that's the first slogan that he tries to get after, after he says, whopper, 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 whopper. And he doesn't just say it. It's jauntily saying it. It's the you. worst song that's ever. Yeah. I don't know who got in their fucking heads and said, this will get you over. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, at BK, have it your way. Second, you rule. 
for Yes. Me. The you rule tag is the one that just feels super extraneous. I just don't. I mean, how much do people need their ass kissed? Like the crown up your day <laughs> is at least is at least a verse. It's at least a lyrical couplet but what to does the that have it your way. What mean, goat? Well, Crown up your day by eating the worst fast food ever well, assembled? Well, sure. I mean, if you're going to get down to brass tacks, it doesn't make any sense. But the entire commercial doesn't make any I sense. Crown up my day by having uh, Khloe Kardashian me like that would crown up my day you would be having it your way at that point i would be as well. having it See? my way so that's what burger king wants for you so please come buy a whopper crown up your day is actually i think a good slogan it's not i think it is what does it mean it means rule your day but it's it burger, king. With burger king who the king who wears crowns but if you're saying it bk have it your way you're like okay i can order whatever i want no get rid of the other ones crown up, crown your, up day. your day means what Means pick what you, like the menu is at, at your service. Like you, you pick. That's clearly what they're promoting. You right. rule or whatever. Let's just say you're right. You're not, but let's say you are. <laughs> then focus on crown up your day. Right, that's what I'm saying. Get rid of. Don't the focus rule. on the other three fucking catchphrases that you have. It's Coca Cola, whatever the fucking choice of a new generation, or it's McDonald's food folks and fun. Like there's yeah, that is what it is. You don't then say Nike. Just do it. Wear great shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, it's not. It's not that. I think I, I've long, I think Burger King is a sleeping giant. You fucking no, 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 no. have changed so much. <laughs> no, 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 not that it's great. It has the it's potential. Great. No, no, it's not serviceable. It has potential because they need new ownership. Do you remember Angry Whopper Day? Do you remember when you yes, and me sat there? It. We and liked it. it. We did. We liked, we liked the old lettuce and the bunch no, with no, no, no burger no, and no, no flavor. I know, but we went there for a reason. Because we like the Whopper. Yeah, we wanted to crown up our day. No, no, no. They exactly. Got, <laughs> it works. Look, they, they got old restaurants. They all they all look terrible. They got a terrible color scheme with yeah. the brown, and yeah. it looks like a sandwich or a Whopper. It very much sure. looks like 1972 if forever. If they bring Burger King into 2023 and update it and make their le- restaurants look nice and they have some sort of – their food looks yeah, a little fresher. Who does that? Who wants to update their fucking restaurants <laughs> and make them look like they fit into the generation that they're a part of? I mean, McDon- shit. McDonald's is doing it. Doing what? Reinventing themselves. All the restaurants look different. In ways that they should. They're reinventing themselves because everyone orders Uber Eats and no one comes into the fucking restaurant I anymore. I, I actually don't think Burger King is that worse than, in, than I, the majority I, of the other I, ones. You, are, you have had children that you regret. <laughs> oh, my and God. because of that, you are Dude, lashing that is, out. That is, you, the, the target <laughs> is over here, <laughs> sir. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's the Popeyes of, of, of burgers. Popeyes stinks. <gasps> Popeyes stinks, right? Yes, it stinks. Beca- because of Bad customer service. Bad they don't clean the oil. Service. Yes, so they get new management. sick every time you I said sleeping giant means it has the potential to be good because honestly the original chicken sandwich is one of the best fast food items on earth from where burger king the, the one that's like a record oh, the, big long one. the like, football shape it's, yeah, it's the one thing i like okay <laughs> we agree on something i like the lot, italian one a lot of mayonnaise on it but there's a lot of mayonnaise on it yeah it's a good it's a good patty where are you guys at on musicals they're not, not my not favorite for not for me right we just recently reviewed yeah. Spirited. Yeah, where I feel like that would have been just fine not being a musical. You say they're not for you. What about Blues Brothers? Musical. In any sense of the word, one of the greatest movies ever made, in my I'm, opinion. It's, it's a fine movie. I don't know that I, I reach for it when I want to watch a movie. This Man, Ooh, I don't wow. even know. How did this even happen? I don't so, even know. I think He says things. Yeah. So. I'm just going to just veer away from that real how, quick. How, and, often, um, how often are you watching Blues Brothers? Once every couple of months, at the very least. <laughs> yeah. Really? There was a year where I watched it on a rotation for I would about have a to month. Agree. Really? I, I, I think there's yeah. probably a year in my life where I watched it maybe every weekend. Yeah. Are you, are, really? are we talking about the same movie? What, how, what is that register you just went up to? <laughs> with, with Aretha Franklin, the Blues Brothers, with Cab Calloway? You John, said Blues Brothers. 
Yes, the Blues Brothers. <laughs> yes, well, no, there are no. two of them. We're, no, we're talking about the same. <laughs> that group. is an amazing. Here, here's the thing, Jester. If you walk into a fucking uh, party where he works and say I like Blues Brothers, no one cares. You see, like loss in translation, belly bumps, <laughs> and high fives everywhere. Well, some of it might be true, but not all of it is. We true. like to share authentic opinions on this show, Dylan. Well, I mean, name another musical that you're talking about. I like West Side Story. Not the new Steven Spielberg yeah, one, but the original. I okay. like, I like yeah, very yeah. much. I like uh, Muppet uh, Muppet movies. I like the Muppet Treasure Island. Yeah, I think, yeah, I guess I... I These are all musicals. Saying Sweeney that Todd. I, I love Sweeney Todd. Yeah. Mr. Right. Sweeney Todd. You don't like that? No, look, I know you love Sweeney Todd. Uh, look, I'm, I'm, hey, of hey, I know you love. Hey, Narang. You love hey, I know you like. <laughs> I this, know you I like this good piece of fucking garbage. movies. Is I've what listened I like. to the yeah. show before. Nobody else look, likes Sweeney I think, Todd. You're right. Look, musicals just—they're they're not necessarily. <laughs> they're just not necessarily for me. But I, think, I, I, I literally thought you were talking about like theatrical musicals. But like what is Sweeney? What, what are you talking about? That Sweeney Todd was a play and it became yeah. a movie. I don't yeah. think you knew that. Yeah, no, no. I stand. I stand this man by went to film school. I stand by my statement. Not theater just school. Not, they're just not for me. <laughs> they're just not for me. I'm with you. They're not for me either. But I'm saying that it's not a. It's not a. I'm not a Sith. I don't deal in absolutes. Yeah. There's exceptions to the rule. How often do you watch Sweeney Todd, man? Oh, quite a bit. It's, it's, really? It's not on enough. Drab and I saw it in the theater, and I probably have watched <laughs> it. I'd say twenty times since it's been in the theater. I think it's you won a gold like ten years ago, right? Fifteen years ago, um, yeah, long time ago. I think so. All right. So maybe it. one of the reasons the show didn't work out is I think we spent about three days straight <laughs> yeah. just talking about Sweeney Todd, <laughs> and we try to go from men eighteen to thirty-four. You know, <laughs> it smells like piss. This, this is, is piss. piss. <laughs> Lord Pirelli's magical elixir. It'll do the tricks, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you're also, like, really into Alan Rickman, which is great. Yeah. He's amazing. Oh, oh my God. So, so you're, and by saying that, you're... Go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I have... No, he's amazing. I want to make sure he's not inferring that he's not. Is that what you're doing? No, 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 no. no. Who's not into Alan Rickman? You name a person. I can't. Okay, then. Wow. Who put together a fucking body count like Alan Rickman? No, Alan Rickman's amazing. Is he just saying shit to say you I think he... I, I, I mean... I mean... What's with all these? I can't. I can't bring up Alan Rickman's movies. What's with all these sun-dried tomatoes? <laughs> I didn't say a name, bro. You said uh, you brought up Alan Rickman. Like people shouldn't be into Alan Rickman. Hold on, hold on. Let me let me think of some other names then. Hold on. Yeah, yeah. I'd come up with a different name. He's like Matthew Perry. Oh, I just said Keanu Reeves because it was a famous just person. Just cause. Hmm. Holy shit! God. Hmm. Maybe the most beloved actor of the last forty years. I would say, I'd say so. When you think about the franchises he's been a part of, I don't even. I mean, I haven't even seen one Harry Potter movie. So, I mean, that's a whole millions and millions of people. Other people beloved. who just love him who for is, that. Is he Slytherin? Uh, Snape. Yeah, Snape, the head of Slytherin, I believe. Snape Slytherin. That's a pretty fucking baller ass name. <laughs> Hi there, I'm Snape Slytherin. <laughs> When you want sports that'll make your father cry at Thanksgiving, you want to play this weird fucking broom game that all these kids are playing. <laughs> Snape Slytherin. Maybe he'll be the new Escape from New York reboot. I love it. I'm down. Why were you, why were you asking about musicals? Hey, bro, Where you brought up Alan Rickman. Yeah, yeah, but what about musicals? Where did musicals come from? Oh, We're just chatting. Uh, yeah, uh, I, it, right. it's, it's, we're making conversation. Right. We're talking into these he things, and then he, people want to listen. Thanks, so yeah. Yeah. he thinks we're doing the Tonight Show or some yeah. shit. He thinks this is an episode of Glee. <laughs> also, musical. You yeah, like that? I, I don't like. No, I see, and I think that's where. Yeah, the point is, you can't throw this, them out. 
Thank you. Yeah, it's not Bath a water with the yeah. baby. Yeah, it's it's like people who say like I don't like country music. It's like well, you're not listening to the right country music. Yeah, there's a like lot of country music I don't like. Yeah, but it, it would be like me saying I don't like romantic comedies, and I by and large I'm not all that into them. But I I think Notting Hill is a real good movie. I like uh, My Best Friend's Wedding. There's some out there that there I some enjoy. Gems. Yeah. yeah. Let's look at him laughing over here. Bro, you don't like Heat, and you don't like Blues Brothers, and you don't like fucking Sweeney Todd. I didn't say anything negative about Blues Brothers. I haven't watched it every eight, every eight months. Help me. What, then what, are you, what, is it, what is your point? Help me here. I, I don't. I have no point. I felt like, oh, wow. That's a fucking... What are we talking about? So, so his, Musicals. His, his, uh, his Hollywood <laughs> mindset right, is why critics bash all the good movies. Yes. And they love no, all the... He would be no, right at home on Rotten Tomatoes. It's going to happen. He is swinging that door open, and we just get to see a tiny little... Right. Think about what he's not mm. sharing with us. He probably loved The Witch. Oh, I guarantee you love the witch. You love the witch. I never saw the witch. Oh. Well, you'll love it. It's slow and boring, and nothing happens. And it's clearly a bad movie, and everyone says they like it. You'll fucking love it. Maybe I should put it on my list. I don't even know. There, I was like watching. We're filming this movie, and I'm like, man, that's some funny shit. I don't even know how it happened now. This man loves the Babadook. I guarantee he's gonna go home and watch the Babadook. Pull I'll, a scrotum I'll put it on. Head. No, I haven't seen the Babadook. It's not very good. I don't watch movies anymore. I don't blame you. I don't listen to sports talk yeah. anymore. That's for a different reason. Yeah, I assume. No, I, I, <laughs> That's more of a personal thing. Yeah, it's a personal choice. Similar, Co- similar thinking pattern to get there. Yeah. All right. So no mm. musicals at all. You can't think of one. You like? Think of one. All right. Give me a minute. Wizard of Oz. No, no. You what? gotta love the Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz is great. What, yeah. It's a fucking musical. No. Well. Yeah. It it's, absolutely there's no is. other way to describe yeah. it. And even it, so I would say, yeah, the, the, the thing with the Blues Brothers is the songs are there. They don't necessarily tell the story. And Aretha Franklin is singing the song. Yeah. Cap but, Calloway is singing the song. And songs. in The Wizard of Oz, the songs are about the story. They like move the plot along in a lot of situations. So you're saying you prefer when they're just like isolated like performance pieces? Yeah, and that would be the way that would be the direction I would lean. Although, you know, I'm not gonna say turn off the Wizard of Oz, it's terrible. That, so I don't know. I That'd can't be a really. Bold statement. Yeah, I can't really make a blanket statement. I think some movies that are musicals would benefit from not being musicals, like the one we just watched, like Spirited. Yeah. So I think there was no need to have giant production numbers in that. I don't know that they were low quality. If you're looking at it from a musical production standpoint, it just didn't hit the mark. The, the, another problem with that, though, good is a lot of the musicals that we know now. The songs are so ingrained in popular culture yeah. that when you're listening to them, it's like uh, "When you're a jet, you're a jet all the way." Like I know all those words, so I'm like, "Oh, I know this." Yeah, Spirited. Those were all new original songs that I didn't. So it might take a while for them. You'd, you'd have to. You'd, that that's with West Side Story is almost an opera. Yeah, there's there's very little speaking. Yeah, it, so it drives getting uncomfortable. That line I can talk. All right, what about Beauty yeah. and the Beast and Aladdin and shit like that? You like yeah, those? no, no, like the old cartoons are great. The Disney cartoons, they're great. Those are musicals. I just <laughs> said they're not for me. It's like when Darth Vader was like confronted by Obi Wan Kenobi right before he <laughs> yeah. chopped his arms and legs off. It's like, wait a minute. Well, no, how, do you, uh, how do you how do you know something's a musical? How, uh, what makes Beauty and the Beast a musical? Uh, there's twelve songs in it. There's a lot of songs in it. And yeah, but there's lots of a lot of dialogue. Yeah. yeah, I just assumed musicals was all singing like the, pretty much the entire. That's thing. an opera. It's hard to do all singing mm. through the whole yeah. movie. Yeah. No, like the Disney stuff. I thought you didn't like animated stuff. I don't like Japanese animated. Yeah, wait stuff. a second. So remember, uh, um, well, slow down. Christmas we don't need to cast Well, I don't. I don't yet. like that, and yeah, I know that yeah. you do, and so does Tor, <laughs> and so does everybody else who listens to my show. But I, I, I'm not into that. Remember when I got the Robin Hood figure for, for Christmas? Yeah, yeah. That's from, the animation from Chad, I like from Chad Dukes, mm. yeah, yeah. who said, "Hey, 
I don't know if you're as into the Disney Robin Hood as I am. So. It might be my favorite movie. That might be my favorite movie right there. That's I, a musical too, by the way. Yeah. So is Jungle Book, which I, again, Fantastic will watch movie. on a regular basis just Fantastic because. Fantastic movie. Great songs. When Ka's singing Trust in Me, it's going to swallow down that we saw the, the remake together. Yeah, it was regrettable. It was you, fine. Guess who fucked it up? His boy. Christopher Walken? Bill Murray. <laughs> oh. Bill Murray. Oh. Is Christopher oh, Walken a... in? Yes. Who is he? Is he his car? He's, uh, I think the ape. Christopher Walken is King Louis? Yes, I'm pretty sure. That's some fucking I'm, bullshit. I think that's right, too. Do you remember when King Louis squirts the two bananas yeah. into his mouth and goes, have two bananas? <laughs> <laughs> Funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> that was an incredible noise you made. That's the sound that makes. All right. Nope I, I really nope. have to think about musicals, man. Like back from you know, you're talking well, about Golden Age Hollywood and stuff. Yeah, they're great. Like, Will you go back and watch Sweeney Todd, Tim Burton? Will I go back and watch Johnny Depp? Oh, John, who, who is this Johnny I'm Depp? Say you probably don't like him. He's a big time movie star, big good looking, <laughs> talented guy. <laughs> probably hate his guts. I think I <laughs> I don't hate. I feel like I Seems remember. Seems like he enjoys making movies. Enjoys being in him. Enjoys the characters uh, he's played. Sometimes he helps cancer kids out. That probably chaps your ass. <laughs> Questionable filmography on that one. There's some really bad Johnny Depp movies. He had about a 15 year period where Highly I kept dubious. going to the theater to try to support him. Like if yeah. I if you do this to me again, I can't take it. You go watch From Hell and the Ninth Cage. From Hell's great. Oh, it's, it's great. I love it. All right, we should stop talking about movies. If you if you don't have any ambient in your house and you got to get to sleep before you have an early flight, put on From Hell. Because if you think that hell is going to show up in From Hell, it don't. Hell don't show up. Where are you from? I'm from hell. And we're done. The whole movie is Johnny Depp going, I'm going to go to hell. And then, no, you don't. It's like fucking if you called the, if you called the movie Good Burger and there were no burgers. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it would be like. Friendos, if you're in the area, make sure you visit Commonwealth Dry Goods in scenic Old Town Fairfax. They have the very best in local candles, peanuts, gifts, chocolates, olive oil, hot sauce, along with ice cold cheer wine, and both types of music on vinyl. You can check them out on Instagram and Facebook at Commonwealth Dry Goods or order online today at CommonwealthDryGoods.com. So I've been fortunate enough now to be in studio twice now when we've had Dylan Narang in studio with us. Turns out. Him and I are kindred spirits. He loves Marvel and he loves to procreate. That's my guy. Really, really, really good dude. Hopefully you guys get a chance to meet him when we get around to doing the screening of Tapawingo when all of that gets finalized. If you miss Shoot Solo, a special congratulations goes out to my pal, Chad Dukes. The son of a Santa bourbon is completely sold out. If you didn't get your bottle, you missed out. Those are all gone. Thank you guys very much for all your support love for the show purchasing all the items we really appreciate it dukes is super happy i'm super happy thank you for that another big announcement we saw it was on social media so i'm gonna throw it out there since it's been put there we have now for a third year running our pal joe azer has booked himself to advertise on the show for another whole year. Joe, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. And if you guys are looking to buy or sell a home, 571-989-AZER. That's 571-989-2937. Speaking of sponsors, Monk's Barbecue, located in Percival, the best barbecue around. If you have not indulged, please do. I haven't seen Money Monk since the holiday hoot nanny. I hope he had a great Christmas. Love that guy. Not nearly as much as I love you guys, though. 
because thank you, thank you, thank you for all that you've done. As we're wrapping up this 2022 year, it's been one hell of a year. A lot of changes, a lot of tour trying to quit over and over again. No big deal. We're going to muscle through. Tour's still here. He's not going anywhere. We're not going to let him leave. It's ridiculous. But if you want to keep up with the show, as always, www.chaddukeshow.com. You can get all your backlog of episodes there if you subscribe to the show. All the uh, socials are on there, which is facebook.com backslash the Chad Duke Show. Twitter, it's at Chad Dukes. Instagram, it's at Chad Duke Show. And just a few days away, January 1st, if you become a Facebook subscriber, it's $4.99 a month. Plop down your five bucks. You can quit after a month. No big deal. You won't want to because it's one hell of a community. community. But you can do it. January 1st, one lucky person, old, new, any Facebook subscriber can win a brand new PS5. And we're doing that on January 1st. Thank you again so much for listening, guys. I hope you had a very Merry Christmas. I hope you have a very Happy New Year. And if the good Lord is willing and the creeks don't rise, we'll see you back here in 2023. Roll out the...